Welcome to TMFI, where I tell you too much f***ing information. This podcast is for anyone looking for a place to have open, honest conversations about menstrual cycles, mental health, self-image, and more sensitive topics that might just be considered too much information. Today's episode is going to be about tracking your cycle and how I learned the importance of being in tune with my body to plan around possible PMDD flare-ups. I love being comfortable especially during my luteal phase. With tender breasts and bloating, most underwear can feel restricting. Not Harper Wild. Harper Wild has high quality bras, underwear, sleep sets, and more that won't break the bank but will support your goodies. They offer free shipping on orders $75 and more, as well as free returns. Not sure of your size? Take their simple quiz and find the right size for you. A portion of each purchase goes to Girls Inc. to support mentorship and educational programming for girls. You can also send your old underwear in as part of their recycling program. When you shop at harperwild.com, make sure to use code SASA to save some money. That's S-A-S-S-A. When I started my journey with a holistic doctor in October of 2022 to help me with managing my PMDD symptoms, I did not expect to be tracking my temperature every day and taking ovulation tests. Previously, I just used the period app Flow and tracked when I was active and when I got my period. From there, I would just see the calculations and I just believed it when it said I was in my fertile window. A few weeks into my appointments with my doctors, they asked me if I ever tried actively tracking my cycle. I let them know I hadn't and my doctor recommended the app Natural Cycles, but also let me know that I could just start by taking my temperature and by taking ovulation tests and by putting all of that information in flow. But she also did let me know that Natural Cycles was FDA approved as a form of birth control. Not that I was looking for birth control, but I did decide to purchase it at a hefty price of $100 a year, plus a $14 basal temperature thermometer. I chose to try it because although I love Flow and have been using it for years, Natural Cycles has a better reminder of entering your temperature and they have a beta feature that allows you to take a photo of an ovulation test and have it automatically tell you whether it's positive or negative. I'm still interested in shopping around for other apps as I'm not sure I wanna continue paying $100 a year. I know that there are also manual ways of tracking on a calendar, however, I'm just not in the space to do that right now. However, I did gather some information from Planned Parenthood and I'll have the link in the show notes. And this is what it looks like to manually track your cycle. So what you're gonna need is literally just a calendar and a pen or pencil. The first day of your period is day one. The next month when you have your period, also mark day one again. From there, you'll count the total number of days between the cycles, and you're gonna wanna repeat this for at least six cycles. To predict your first fertile day in your current cycle, find the shortest cycle in your past records, subtract 18 from the total number of days in that cycle. With that number, count from day one of your current cycle, including day one. The day you land on after 18 is your first fertile day. In order to predict your last fertile day in your cycle, you'll want to find the longest cycle in your past record. Subtract 11 from the total number of days in that cycle, and with that number you get, count from day 1 of your current cycle, including day 1, and the day you land on after 11 is your last fertile day. 
As with all tracking, this is only a guideline and may not be completely accurate or effective in preventing or assisting with pregnancy. Whether you track in an app or with the calendar, combining other fertility awareness methods like checking your temperature, taking ovulation tests, and monitoring cervical mucus is going to help to give you the best results. When it comes to checking your temperature, it's best to use a digital oral thermometer or one specifically designed to measure basal body temperature, or BBT. You'll want to check your temperature every morning before you get out of bed. If you wait until you start moving around or until after you've hit snooze, your body temperature will start to rise and this can lead to inaccurate results. So take that temperature before you hit snooze. You'll also want to make sure you've had at least three hours of uninterrupted sleep before you measure and that you're taking it at the same time every day. The importance of measuring this is because your body temperature rises when you ovulate and remains higher until right before your period. If you see multiple high temperatures in a row, it's likely that ovulation occurred before the first peak in temperature. Tracking your temperature along with consistent months of ovulation testing will help you to understand your cycle a little better. Unfortunately, ovulation tests aren't always the easiest to read and the price of purchasing them can add up, but it is worth it to give them a try for a couple of months to see how they work for you. Similar to a pregnancy test, they have two lines that appear. However, with ovulation tests, or LH strips as you might hear them called, you will always see two lines. A positive test is read when the test line is as dark or darker than the control line. You can Google images of what this may look like. Also, if you purchase a pack of strips, it will often come with instructions that will break this down for you and show you what a positive test will look like as opposed to a negative test. There are also digital tests where you don't have to worry about any of that. Track all the days that you see positive results and see how that correlates with your temperature peaks as well as cervical mucus. Cervical mucus is typically dry to sticky from days 1 to 6, preemie until days 7 to 9, wet and clear from days 10 to 12, has an egg white consistency for days 13 and 14, and then it's typically dry until menstruation. These days can vary based on how long your cycle is. Again, this is all just a ballpark. Having all of these measured and tracked will help you to better understand your cycle. Add in journaling and knowing how you feel during the different stages in your cycle, and this will help you to plan different events in your life. For example, if I have the opportunity to choose a time when I'm going to travel, I am going to typically plan to travel right after my period ends and have that traveling time of like a week. Or if I'm going somewhere, even if it's not like a long-term, like week-long vacation, if I'm going on a day trip or something, I'll typically want to do that right after my period ends if I have the choice to. And although I do heavily rely on my apps, I've just gotten to know my body a little bit better and I do take my temperature and I do take 
ovulation test and I also do monitor my cervical mucus so I can always know about where I am in my cycle and that helps me to plan what I'm going to be doing. I know how much energy I may have to be around large groups of people. I know days where I'm going to have to kind of take it easier because if I do too much it might just trigger my PMDD symptoms to be a lot worse in the upcoming days or weeks. I also have a lot of physical symptoms which I'm going to talk about a lot more in a later episode but I can kind of know when I'm about to enter my luteal phase or right before I ovulate because I get weird symptoms and weird because you wouldn't think that they would correlate to your hormones or correlate to your cycle. Not weird because you're weird. I mean you might be weird. I'm weird but just weird because you wouldn't expect that to be like a symptom of PMDD or PMS or any sort of fluctuation with your hormones. If you're looking to see a medical professional to either get a diagnosis for PMDD or to get treatment, telling them alone that you can feel a change more times than not won't be enough. There would be many times where I would go to the doctor and I would just tell them that I felt different. I felt like there was something wrong and without having like solid evidence of here's my cycle, I felt this way on this day, my temperature was this on that day, they kind of just didn't believe me. That was until I saw the holistic doctor, but I know that seeing holistic doctors is not feasible for everybody. It's really expensive and it might not just be available where you live. So so for a lot of people, I know that the typical medical system is going to be the way that they're going to have to go to get a diagnosis or to get treatment. So making sure you have the most amount of information in order to self-advocate for yourself is going to be super important. Having all of these things documented with your corresponding emotions and physical and behavioral feelings will open the door for a lot more accurate treatment. If you or someone you know struggles with PMDD, follow the podcast social media accounts at TMFICast on Instagram and Twitter. There I post memes and resources relating to PMDD. Feel free to interact and let me know what you want to hear on the show. If you want to see what I'm doing outside of the show and how I'm healing through spirituality, food, and the arts, follow me on my social media accounts at Sassa the Scorpio. That's S-A-S-S-A the Scorpio. 